coming at you from the Krypton Phoenix. This is Jimmy SB Bones, where the SB stands for Super Bowl. Today, we'll be talking a little NFL football, imagine that, a little baseball, a little hockey. I'll have the controversial take of the week. Stay tuned. This is Bones on Sports. So, I normally don't do fan mail first, but I got an email this week, and it kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about with the Super Bowl. Um, but first, yes, it is a PBR. It is Sunday night. There's been football on all day, so I'm going to have a PBR while I do this. Ah, it tastes pretty good. So, Jennifer, the same one that wrote the email about Boners versus Bonettes. Uh, man, this guy's a, a sports fan. I love it. But she wrote, she wrote an uh, email. Uh, James, James, not Jimmy. She must be mad at me for some reason. Uh, James, with the game on the line, what quarterback do you want running your offense? <clears throat> well, if you watch that Patriot game today, uh, I think the answer is quite simple. Tom Brady. Uh, the numbers speak for itself. I would be hard-pressed to find anybody else who, under pressure, when your team needs a touchdown, is going to come through for you. There's a lot of great quarterbacks out there. Montana, Favre. Yeah, not a huge fan of the Cowboys. I hate to say Aikman, but he was a, he was a, he was a decent quarterback. Randall Cunningham, Joe Namath. Uh, to name a few, but there's two minutes on the clock. You got 80 yards to go. Your team's down by four. You ask me who I want back there. It's Tom Brady. And the reason why is what he did today, what he did in the Super Bowl, what he did in 2001, what he did in 2004, 2005. Man, the guy, the guy just wins games. Uh, so I wasn't really surprised by the outcome of that game. I was surprised that Jacksonville took a lead in, the Patriots had to come back and win it, but it's what they do. Philly, on the other hand, huge surprise. Philadelphia, if you listen to a couple podcasts ago, you're going to hear me say, and I guess I'll be eating crow a little bit here, is that Philadelphia has no business winning their first game. Uh, man, all right. Nick Foles, <laughs> I did not think you were that great of a quarterback. Uh, but what was it? Second, second quarter, uh, Nick Foles should be sacked, should be down. It should be a loss and somehow pops out of the pocket and throws a strike to Alshon Jeffrey, uh, off his back foot, that accuracy for a touchdown. Oh my gosh. Xavier Rhodes on the bench, not out there on third down and 10. Foles able to get away and throw. Pass is caught. Jeffrey, touchdown. (laughs) 
what a play. That turned it around for me. Uh, do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No. They're a five-and-a-half point underdog, what the early line is saying. Um, don't think they will, but the way they've been going, man, who knows? But I will tell you this. I am really, really, really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Uh, Brady's got his shot at six rings himself. Pretty sure the Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization have six. So uh, the guy is just rewriting the record books and rewriting history. And, you know, what this team's done the past 16 years now uh, is generational. Uh, I'm not a huge New England fan. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind of tired of them. Uh, but at the same, there's this little part of me that says, you know, keep going. Uh, keep doing this. How, how far can you take this thing? It's, I, I don't think, no, actually, no, I know. We're not going to see another dynasty like this. We're not going to see another team doing what this team has done year in and year out uh, for the rest of my life, if not my kids' or their kids' lives. You know, I, I, I take that back. Their first Super Bowl is 2001, it's 2018. So that's a, a 17 years they've been doing this. Um, you know, look at the numbers. Super Bowl champion, 2001, 2003, 2004, 2014, 2016. Favorite to win the, the 17 Super Bowl. Uh, AFC championships, 01, 03, 04. 07, 11, 14, 16, 17. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Hats off to them. Uh, hats off to them. So, uh, other than that, as far as NFL goes, um, you know, not, not a lot hitting my radar screen right now. Uh, so, let's switch gears. Talk a little MLB baseball. So, what have the Diamondbacks done in the offseason? Uh, one word, nothing. So, <clears throat> they got to do something. I mean, they really do. I was hoping in the back of my mind, I was praying. Uh, every night before I went to bed, I'd kneel down and I'd say, uh, God, have them re-sign J.D. Martinez. Does not look like that's going to happen. All reports are showing that Boston's going to sign him for probably a five-year, $125 million contract. When you're holding Zach Greinke's contract of six years, $206 million, it's kind of hard to carry both of those. So Martinez would have been a good addition. I would have loved for him to stick around. Uh, they need someone with some power, but they're doing nothing. First workout comes up in a couple weeks. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting pretty soon. So once the pitchers and catchers report, there'll be a lot more information out there, a lot more to talk about. Since they've done nothing, there's not a lot to discuss except one thing. And I guess this could be considered, well, actually, no. I take that back. It is the controversial take of the week. 
the outfielder Sammy Tomas was arrested for criminal speeding of 105 miles an hour. Uh, it was on a Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. I've got mixed feelings about this, but my take is 105. If there's no one around, he wasn't putting anyone's life in danger. There's no reason for him to spend 30 days in jail. There's really not. So hopefully he doesn't get suspended from Major League Baseball. Uh, Chapman was doing 93 on a suspended license. He didn't get suspended. So Tomas shouldn't get suspended for basically the same infraction. Uh, but what professional athlete in town hasn't done 105 on the 101 or the 202? Lionheart, Schilling. Now someone else that they're escaping me right now. So switching gears into hockey. There's a trade declared for panic. Uh, I think the official pronouncing might be uh, panic, I believe, but Richard Panic, we'll call him. <clears throat> I've got mixed emotions on this trade. I like declare. I really did. It, it just seems to me now that the Cowdies are becoming very good at ruining young talent. Tourists, Wheeler, these guys come in, uh, declare uh, with a lot of expectations, a lot of high hopes. They don't perform. They get kicked out. It takes them a year or two, and they become really good players elsewhere. That's probably what's going to happen to Anthony Declare. He's a good player. He had a slump last year. I don't know what was said behind closed doors. I don't know what kind of additional coaching or training they gave him. It didn't seem to be enough. And... I, as a fan, feel like the organization failed them. That's my opinion on it. And same thing happened with Turris. He came here, uh, did well, uh, hit a slump, and was shipped off to Ottawa and is in Nashville now. Uh, let's face it, the kid had some good seasons in Ottawa. Uh, played 82 games in the 13, 14, and 14, 15 season with a 20 goal score. Had uh, 32 assists in 13, 14, and 40, and 14, 15. So, you know, granted, he left Danish uh, Coyotes two years before that after a contract holdout, but still, that's a trend that's got to be broken. And that needs to happen. It needs to happen quick. We can't keep letting these young kids that we get into the system get watered down, and then go someplace else and flourish. It's got to stop. The way the NHL is turning to quicker, more skill, more talent, Not uh, it's not the 70s with the Philadelphia uh, Flyers, the Broad Street Bullies. It's not the 90s where you had uh, Joe Kosher and uh, Bob Probert on the same team. You've you need to have these young kids that are fast. I mean, these guys are fast. They've got great hands. You need to develop them. You, we have to have to turn this around, Cowdies. I hope someone in the organization is listening. Uh, from a fan standpoint, whatever you're doing, do a 180 from here and keep these kids around. So that's that's my take on. That's my complaint. I'll stop complaining about it. That's my take on what's happening with the Cowdies right now. Other than that, watch a couple games. Same old, same old. They look pretty good. Uh, actually, in St. Louis, man, they got five goals up pretty quick. That was nice to see. Um, 
But again, I think we're I think we're just playing for the draft at this point, unfortunately. And we're playing to see, you know, trying to get some of these younger guys some playing time. So keep on this path. And if uh, if they stick around and have a great team in a couple of years, if not, Houston's going to have a hell of a team, that's for sure. So, so we covered quite a bit today. Uh, spoke a little football. Uh, didn't get a lot of email. The one that was the interesting question that I read out to you earlier, and I guess the last thing is a little feel-good story that I read about the other day. There's these two antennas that were sitting on a roof downtown Phoenix, uh, fell in love and got married. They invited me to the wedding. They said, Jimmy Bones, we got to get you to the wedding. I said, of course I'll be there. The wedding was phenomenal. But the reception was excellent. I'll let that one sit with you guys for a couple weeks. Uh, until then, this is Jimmy Bones. Bones on Sports, 1738. I'm out of here.